Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. So kill the lights, grab a cold one, and join us as we dive into this mad world we love. I'm Nick. I'm Seamus. And I'm Jamie. Like scary movies. Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? As a reminder to all listening, if you want to help us to continue growing as a podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on whichever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date with us and all of our episodes, be sure to follow all of our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fear and Beer Pod. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to interact with you all. Oh yeah, you hear that? <laughs> you hear that? Oh, it's coming. It is coming. <laughs> so we finally got the worst kept secret. We thought The Last of Us was the worst kept secret. It seems like Stranger Things was seemingly the worst kept secret that was fairly divided. You know, people were kind of split on if this was actually a true rumor or not. Was it actually going to come? We had talked about it last year. We talked about it, I believe, at the end of the event this previous year, too. So it's just been... Obviously, how successful it has been is the basis of the rumors alongside the fact that Stranger Things has appeared two times previously in the last couple of years. But I mean, it has been a while since we actually got to go through the Stranger Things house itself. So that's what we're talking about. We got Stranger Things. We got some frequent fear passes. We got all the announcements that we were kind of hoping we were going to get at this date. And think i picked this date out last time as well i'm pretty sure you did <laughs> yeah yeah that it happens sometimes <laughs> I, crazy I just, sometimes sometimes you get lucky i guess so <laughs> that's really what we're going to be talking about we're not going to really have much speculation to talk about this seems like the last two episodes it's really been more you know last week was all speculation because it was the speculation map and this week we actually have announcements so we don't have to talk about speculative things this week we can get back into that later on but let's just kick this thing off and get going now the drink the beer i have which oh again also didn't i drink the stranger things the upside down red cake beer was that last week or two weeks ago i think it I think was, was last two week. weeks ago maybe two yeah weeks i was ago. i was just kind of getting sick of holding on to it and i didn't want to to go bad but you're welcome because that pushed out the announcement, apparently. So let's get into today's beer for me. And I think this one is a little fitting. This one is called a lesson in economics, which we can all attest to after seeing all of those new prices for the Express and the Frequent Fear and all the stuff we're going to get into. Regardless, this is from Resident Culture Brewing Company. It's a little micro brew in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is a dirty chocolate chai stout. Now, it's brewed in collaboration with RC Killer Coffee. It is conditioned with Malsa Chai Tea, Cocoa Nibs, and Ghost Bear Coffee Blend from Moster Coffee. So this is, uh, we'll see how it goes. It's a, they define it as a stout pastry. It's a 7% ABV and zero IBU. So I'm just expecting a really punch in the mouth chocolate coffee style tastes, but it's got a creepy little creature on it it almost looks like a furby with 
grotesque arms and legs on it. It's pretty creepy. But yeah, a little collab brewing. That's what I got tonight. So I'm going to crack this open. Jamie, I know you got a little beer in there as well, too. Yeah, I do. So I am drinking Slushy XXL Starship Shooters. And this is also from a microbrewery. It's called 450 North Brewing Company in Columbus, Indiana. And this one was kind of fitting too. Nick picked this bad boy out as well, but kind of has like the uh, Galaga style gaming looking on the front with a big 80s style like slushy cup. So I really like this one to go along with our new announcement. And this one is also described as a smoothie pastry sour. It's conditioned on double peach, double passion fruit, and double dragon fruit. And it has pretty good reviews on Untapped, so I'm excited to try it. Yeah, this thing, it smells boozy, but it poured out like motor oil. This thing was I like chai. So the chai sounded pretty good when you'd mentioned that. I was like, hmm, maybe that'd be something I'd like. It looks like mud water coming out, but in the glass sitting, it just looks like Coke. So let's huh. see what the smell is. Let me do a little one snip or one sniff, one sit kind of deal on this thing. I'm getting a real boozy taste off of the smell, off of the nose of this thing. So I'm, it, it's confusing because I just figured it would have, you know, obviously the stout has that booze in it, but let's see what the taste is on this thing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to power through this one. I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> not honestly. not a fan. Um, no, no. The the chai is there. It's pretty pretty prominent, but I'm not a huge chai drinker. I didn't really look at this beer too much. I just saw the name and grabbed it. I saw it was a stout and figured I'd give it a shot. You know, those coffee stouts I'm I'm kinda hit or miss with. It does feel heavy when you're taking it in, but it it's it's different. We'll 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 see if I appreciate it a little bit more as we go through this uh, through this episode. So we'll see what we got. What's yours tasting like? So off the first sniff, it has a very strong peachy scent to it, which I kind of like because I feel like the last couple sours that I had tried didn't really have that fruity scent that I like. So let's see how it tastes. Yeah, I'd almost prefer that one over over mine at this point. <laughs> really smooth i like this it definitely has i could taste a little bit of the dragon fruit at the end but definitely more peach forward with the double peach double all of them but pretty tasty actually i like this one better than the couple last ones i've had nice all right so let's get into this real quick before we even talk about stranger things let's go over the the passes the pass options that we have available for us this year i'm quickly just going to go through them how many dates are they are and the price it was last year this year express all that stuff so Last year, Russia Fear, that is primarily the, the September pass, essentially. Now, this one, I don't believe, covers all the September dates this year, which is a little off. But last year, 2022, it covered 17 days. It was $129.99. And then with Express, it was $429.99. Now, this year, we see a pretty good bump all around. But this year, it says it covers 18 days. It comes in at $179.99. But with Express, it's five twenty nine ninety nine, which is crazy to think that for eighteen days it's five hundred twenty nine bucks, and then some of the other stuff down on the bottom is pretty not far off from that. So if you're going to get Express with Russia Fear, there's probably a better way to do that. Maybe not add it for the entire Russia Fear. Maybe add just one day of Express. That's probably what I'd be doing if I had the the Russia Fear pass. So. 
not an option we do if you're out of town and you're taking a trip for Horror Nights in September. This might not be a bad option for you to kind of look into look into that. The next level is Frequent Fear. Now, last year, this was good for 27 days. This year it is good for 30 days. The price of it last year was $179.99. And with Express, it was $509.99. So that Express is, they definitely add a, add a chunk of change on there for those passes. Now this year, like I said, it's good for 30 days. It is now priced at $229.99. And with Express, it brings us up to $609.99. So we're seeing a $100 increase on each of the Express passes over the previous year. Now we'll kind of get into that in a little bit as to why we think the reasoning is. Frequent fear plus uh, fre- frequent fear plus in 2022 it was good for 36 days and it came in at 219.99 with Express 599.99 so 600 bucks last year. Again, we're seeing the same increase of about $50 per pass, $100 on Express. So this year it is good for 40 days but it is coming at at 269.99 and with express 699.99 so Woof. 700 around 750 after taxes so it's they are getting their money's worth now ultimate fear now this is what i see people typically get if they are strictly horror nights people they might not have the universal pass and this is the pass that includes parking so for people that do not have a universal seasons pass this is kind of the option they'll go to. So that way they don't have to pay, you know, 20, 30 bucks or whatever it is for parking every night they choose to come. So last year it was three twenty four ninety nine, and with express eight nineteen ninety nine. Now this year, same bump three seventy four ninety nine, nine nineteen ninety nine. almost a thousand dollars to go to this event for two months. So a big increase. Now on the flip side, Not only was it going to be raised in prices anyways, we get that inflation happens. The event is popular. We knew that was coming, but the flip side is they added days for us. Now they had already announced that this event was ending on October 31st, but now they tacked on that last little tail end of that week running all the way through November 4th. So it was originally supposed to end on the 31st of October, which is a Tuesday. They have opted now to continue this event through the weekend, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So if you're just getting a normal pass, that $50 increase, it's $12.50 for those extra days, I guess, if you want to break it down that way. So what do you think about all these prices? Is this, is this kind of what you expected was going to be happening? Where, where were you on this? <laughs> Maybe I'm just naive, but I was not expecting this. We were really, really set to get Express, and I just could not swing $700 right now, especially we're going on vacation in like a week and a half, too. So I was like, oh, I really shouldn't. And I mean, I knew it was going to raise up, but I guess I had never really looked into it before with Express and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't really know the logistics behind it. So maybe I didn't think it was going to be that much. I was thinking maybe 500 for Express, but... I mean that that's about what it is now, but and then seven hundred yeah, I mean, altogether, well, almost almost eight hundred with the frequent fear plus day. I almost paid three hundred for it, so it's probably about almost closer to eight hundred. But it's it's a doozy, I'll tell you that. But the, the only thing that I'm trying to look on the positive about not getting the express is that I know we go so often anyway, so we're gonna get all the houses done, we'll get everything done. But it still would be fun to get it all done the first night. 
Maybe we will. Yes. We'll see, but. Yeah, so we got Frequent Fear Plus, which is what we've typically been getting. I think you just had the regular Frequent Fear last year, but this year we added it on. I do the Plus. Generally, people are in town. Fridays kind of are weirdly not as busy as Thursdays now. I feel like Thursdays were like a pretty mild night, and then people started finding out that it was mild, and then started migrating towards Thursday, and now Fridays are sort of that just underneath Thursday, but we'll we'll see if that carries on through this year. But yeah, I mean, I knew it was coming. I knew the increase was there. I knew last year it was sitting at 600 bucks. I kind of thought maybe 650, I'd spend like maybe seven, just under seven once taxes were all squared up. I didn't take into consideration the fact that they were going to be adding those days, you know, so it's, it is tough, but we always get everything done. You know, it's just going to be stay and scream. That helps out a lot. That will, as long as you're there in time, drastically affect your day and how much you can accomplish that. And then the opposite side of the event, closing it out. So if you're going to be there staying later, you know, it's fine. Obviously, Express is is nice. It's a luxury to have. But I'm not swinging that much money for it. No. I just can't. I don't. No. I, I'll save. I'll, I'll pocket that extra whatever it would have been, that extra 400 bucks, and I'll use that towards my beer money. That'll and that's what I was get thinking me through about too. half the event. Merch and drinks and food on top of that that I'm going to want to be buying probably every single night. Maybe not the merch as much, but depending what they got. But I was also trying to look into those expenses too. Yeah, there's I mean, there's definitely a lot of other stuff that's going to be coming out price wise with all the merch and food and drink. And I don't even take that into consideration when I'm calculating the amount that I'm spending. It's kind of <laughs> that whole September and October is sort of a, a daze. It's I, a just blur. Kind of swipe, I swipe, swipe, <laughs> swipe. And then Christmas comes around. I'm like, no, I'm poor. You get no gifts. I'm like, oh, yeah. So maybe maybe in the future, maybe if we are smarter during this off season, we can save throughout but i mean by the time next year rolls around this thing is going to be probably 800 bucks maybe one season. night will do i i'm pretty set on doing one night of express you know extra 150 or so in october when it starts to kind of get busy I'll, I'll possibly do an express night where i can just go and not have to really worry about anything i can just kind of go do my own thing and wherever the wind takes me is, is the houses i'm going to be tackling that night but yeah so those are the prices for this year i am excited for those extra dates though so that's that's pretty cool we haven't gone into i don't know if we've ever really gone into november maybe if it's fallen on a weird day i I didn't look that up previously but i know november 4th is is pretty late but i I, I understand kind of finishing off that weekend I want to say maybe the the latest, and maybe I'm thinking of it, maybe I'm making it up too, but maybe the latest I've seen it go to is like November 2nd, maybe? Yeah, I don't know why that rings a bell, but... I think it really depends on when that 31st is. You know, if the 31st is on, say, a, a, a Friday, they'll probably no, do November 1st on the Saturday just to, yeah. to finish off the weekend. Same thing. If it's a Saturday, they'll probably just do the Sunday. So I don't think it's completely unprecedented, but I think it's pretty unprecedented to go throughout that entire week and end on the fourth because that's four days into november it's pretty cool to think you know you're not technically getting like this month i mean but you know it's four days into november but technically four months or three months of of horror nights it's exactly a stretch to say but and then if you're a team member I'm sure they're going to do team member preview the day before or whatever. So that would be in August. So technically HHN is going to have its, its fingers on four different, four different months this year. So August, September, October, and November. So 
exciting. You know, that is, I'm very curious what the crowds are going to be like. Obviously the last couple of years with the closing night being on Halloween, it's, it's, it's been kind of hit and miss. I think the misconception is that it is crazy. So people tend to stay away and we've gone in and obviously it's a little bit busy, but because it's closing night, but not really busy because it's Halloween. So I'm curious how this will affect not only Halloween night, but closing night. You know, is Halloween going to be sort of mild now that it's not technically closing night? And is the fourth going to be like a madhouse on that Saturday? So time will tell on the okay. passes situation. So let's get into Stranger Things 4. Yay. We finally got it. We got it. So we got it came out in a couple of weird different ways. So <laughs> Stranger Things was confirmed in a commercial that aired on TV that people had taken video of, taken pictures of before they actually <laughs> tweeted it out and, and fully announced it. So typical HHN leaking their own stuff based off of their you know, marketing department or whatever. But when we finally got the video, the video dropped. I'm so bad at keeping track of characters in these announcement videos. Now, last year was a little bit easier because they had them like labeled like the blogger, you know, the the cringe couple or whatever they were. But this one is just kind of people and I don't know who they are. So there was a girl sitting in the hallway on her phone and it kind of glitches out and we get that little cryptic ciphery circle on her phone and she flips into the upside down. We know this because the lighting changes. She starts to lose connection. She's walking down the hall. We start to hear that synthy music play. We all know what's coming. Then you hear the bell toll, the dong, dong. She sees it. It cracks. Little black widows come out and then you, she goes reaching for the door. It's all blocked in with red. And then you get the Vecna voice over it. You can't hide from me. And then she was that. That was a good one, right? Good that was really voice. good, actually. Yeah. That was not audio clipped. That was me. <laughs> I swear. Uh, she comes back into the real world and whatever. So we got the announcement we've all been asked for. So, I mean, I can't really say I was surprised, but I was still excited. So where were you when you, you know, mentally where when this thing came out? I feel like with the last few weeks, I've gotten like more and more convinced that it was going to be there. But at first, I feel like I didn't really have my hopes too high for it because I didn't want to be let down. But I am super excited. I think this is definitely going to be the big IP for me this year. And I think it's I think it's overdue, even though they didn't have it last year. I'm glad they brought it back this year. I'm glad Netflix is letting them take it over and stuff. And I just I'm really glad seeing on like Twitter and social media and stuff like that, too. Everyone collectively is really excited, too, which makes it super fun. Yeah, I mean, we had Stranger Things 1 at 2018, and then we had Stranger Things 2 in 2019. So it has been a, a, a minute. This it's isn't, years. yeah, this isn't a repeat. You know, these are different seasons, you know, same characters. I get that, but it is much different settings, much different scenes. This is unequivocally the most popular current horror themed franchise right now. 100%. It, it just is. It beats out The Conjuring. It beats out Insidious. It beats out you know any of the recent Halloween movies. This is the highest of the high for pop culture mainstream horror. And I say horror because this season finally dips its toes in it. Now, obviously, the first seasons were definitely more of that nostalgic, 
80s, more Goonies than anything, you know, kids on a silly adventure, D&D, all that fun stuff. But now that the kids are older, the actors themselves, they can kind of not feel as bad about putting them in horror sequences. So that's why you get the horror. So for everyone out that, that is saying, you know, we're sick of it. We've seen it before. Uh, no, you haven't. No, this we is haven't. A completely different season, completely different setting. This isn't the same thing redone. For those saying that it is not popular, you are absolutely wrong. This is going to be the most popular IP at this event. Hands down, this is going to be like a two-hour wait. It I think is. over The Last of Us, too. It, I think it's going to go over The Last of Us by far. This, this is more popular than The Last of Us. Yeah, it I just, think so, too. At least in my it, opinion. It just is. You know, it just it. you can't really debate it. It is a tenured franchise at this point. The installments, whatever you want to say about them, they have exceedingly gotten more and more popular. It is, I believe, the number two most streamed hours or whatever on Netflix. It's right there with as far as domestic. I believe it's under Wednesday. And Which is that's crazy kind of this, to me. And it's counting this season, not accumulative. Ah, okay. And I believe it's number two for all time or something like that. With because I know mm-hmm. Squid Games is is crazy numbers, but th- it's up there. This is that's, it's not a debate of it's popular or not. It is. If you don't think so, you're wrong. And if you don't <laughs> like it, if you don't like it, that's fine. You cannot like something. There's nine other houses, but you not liking something doesn't mean it's not popular. This will absolutely blow the doors off everything else so i'm very excited to see what's in this house so a quick little note that i did notice they did put out a poster for it with you know the tagline never go alone the new dates and there's a couple characters missing from this poster so there is no will there is no mike there is no hopper there is no joyce so it seems like if i'm going to go off this poster it seems like we're eliminating storylines you know there's no argyle there's no jonathan on this so it seems like we're eliminating the california aspect and we're going to eliminate the russia aspect that's just what i'm picturing from this poster because you have dustin you have 11 you have eddie you have max vecna you have steve harrington you have oh god i'm losing the characters names but they're the other ones uh not mike but you have who is uh the are you trying to think of robin you have robin Robin. on there as well and you have lucas on there so it seems like we're going to focus heavily on those storylines now that will involve the creole house that'll involve the upside down that'll involve the hellfire aspect of it that'll involve the trailer park that don't involve Max. So that's where I think they're leaning towards, which is good because that was something we discussed. You know, we were nervous that this season does have multiple storylines, right? It covers a lot of ground with a lot of characters in different spaces. So the best way to produce a house would it be focus in on a couple, if not just one, two or three, and just eliminate some of them while they, they play a big effect in the the overall theme and story of Stranger Things, as far as the house, it doesn't necessarily need to be there. So what are your kind of thoughts on that? 
I was a little disappointed with it because I really liked the whole California aspect. I was hoping there was Argyle's going to be something in it, something with Surferboard Pizza. Although, I'll jump on that note later on after I talk about this. But I really liked, I still hope that we get that kind of like 80, I say it in every time we mention about it, but that 80 synthesized music vibe when you're walking in. Just that like, I like that nostalgic feeling that they did with a Stranger Things houses before. And you kind of called it like almost scene for scene. If you're thinking what these characters on the poster are going to be is probably what's going to be in the house. Obviously, I'm super excited about it. And I'm really glad Eddie's going to be there. I'm glad to see that part. Uh, Victor Creel's house, Vecna, all that kind of stuff. But still hope it has that nostalgic feeling to it, too. Yeah, we'll definitely get those 80s vibes for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and I and I'm sorry, it's been 23 minutes. I forgot to mention this is just Nick and Jamie. Seamus is on a yeah. Trip. I was gonna. <laughs> Seamus is. I didn't even. For, I forgot. Sorry, Seamus. <laughs> we just jumped right into things because of how excited we were. But yeah, Seamus yeah. is up in Massachusetts. He's he's not locked in the dungeon of dragons. <laughs> he is safe. He is well. His he will be joining nightmare. us. He will be joining us next week <laughs> once he gets back from his trip. But yeah, so I I don't think we're gonna skimp on any of the '80s vibes for sure. Now, I think we'll get some of that Surfer Boy Pizza stuff. In marketing, I think that'll, I mean, that has to be a food item, right? That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. It, it has to be. It's, that's the the beauty of this, mm-hmm. this entity that is Stranger Things. There's so many branches you can do for marketing and food and beverage merchandise in your event that's just going to print money. Not that they need to print more money because they just gouge the fuck out of us for all these they passes. Just all but, mine. Yeah, but the point remains they're going to market this thing ridiculously. Now, I guess what we can do is, is kind of get into what are some stuff you want to see in this house. Now we have an episode planned for August, which little, little hint for you. We will be doing our seven days until horror nights. We are going to do seven, eight, eight episodes in seven days, seven days until horror nights. One of those episodes will be kind of going through each house and thinking, putting out scenes that we think are going to be in the house. So this will sort of be an abbreviated version of that. But what's some stuff that I mean, we kind of mentioned it last time, but I guess our oh. must haves or stuff that you think that's going to make its way into this house based off of maybe just the poster or just the story as well. I honestly think that this is going to be a lot more focused on the upside down, which I think is really cool because I love that deep, dark aspect to it. Um from pictures I had seen on Twitter of facades and a soundstage could be all rumors too could be for something else completely but I definitely think we're going to see the trailer park there with Eddie and I hope for that and I hope we get the scene with Eddie on the roof of the trailer playing the guitar to Metallica don't know how they would do all the bats and stuff like that but it would still be cool um kind of hoping they have some scenes from um Oh, All right, continuing gonna, the trend no, of ahead. having issues with internet. So I believe Jamie was sort of in the middle of her discussion of what she expects to see in this house. So you can, <laughs> I guess, either start over or jump into where you sort of left off. Yeah, sorry. If it's not one thing or another with this laptop, let me tell you. But long story short, I was saying that I'm very hopeful, and I had seen pictures on Twitter, not sure if it's for this facade, that we'll get scenes with Eddie in the trailer park, in the specific scene that I hope we get, which I could see them doing this with a scare actor, maybe if they had a little bungee suit kind of deal on, or some kind of harness on, but I do want to see him on top of the trailer, playing the guitar to Metallica. Don't know how they would do all the bats, but it would still be pretty cool, and I know they could probably do something with it. 
Um, I think this house is going to be mostly centered on the upside down, which is actually pretty cool because I love that deep, dark aspect to it. And um, Victor Creel's house, obviously, I know we're probably going to see that. I'm really excited for that. I feel like the aspects that I do really want to see, we're not going to get to see much of, like... um, when they go to the skating rink, the scene when they have like stuff like that, um, just small little aspects like that. But I don't, I don't know. It's hard to say. I feel like I'm don't really have too much to expect for it. And maybe it's because I haven't watched the most recent season in a while and I got to go back and start watching it again to see what I actually really want to be there. But I do really hope that they have some scenes either in the high school or at least Chrissy being there because I feel like she was a pretty big aspect to the story too that started kind of the whole thing with Vecna. So I think Chrissy will be sort of a, a I think you'll have the Eddie actor there and Chrissy will be sort of just a dummy. I think it'll be on like a pulley and it'll lift her up. I don't think it's going to be an actual character, but I think that that's something we'll see. Right. I think she'll be more of a prop. I do think, I mean, we're, we have to get the Creole house, right? I, I would be surprised if that wasn't the entrance to the house. Mm-hmm. Just kind of jump right into the story of Vecna a little bit, maybe going up into the attic. The trailer park scene in the upside down with Eddie on the trailer is a must. You can have yes. somebody up there in a harness and you know you can hide that. Mm-hmm. As far as the bats, you could have characters just throwing live bats at people. I think that would be really <laughs> cool. I think that that's completely doable and not against any sort of animal regulations or laws. So I expect live bats to be thrown around at every single person, at least two bats per person for every walkthrough. So that's that's a... You know, you could bank on that. Let's see. I'm kidding, of course. But I think that (laughs) that scene can be replicated very easy, right? With Mm -hmm. just the bat sounds. You could have the audio of, you know, them hitting the trash cans and stuff like that. You could have in that scene, you could have like a Dustin's character with his little trash can with nails on it while Eddie's up top. Or you could have Dustin kind of running into the trailer or running out of the trailer as sort of a scare. So you're kind of you're watching Eddie. That's where your eyes are. And then the little Dustin person pops out and gives you a little scare right there. As far as everything else, I mean, I, I do along with what you were saying, I need to rewatch this. This is something that I've watched a couple times, but those run times are crazy. You know, the last two episodes were each like an hour and a half long. I think the last one was two hours long. I've definitely watched them season multiple times but it has probably been like six or eight months since i've seen it and now that i know it's coming to horror nights i can watch it through the eyes of what could work for a house and i'm going to eliminate the california stuff i'm going to eliminate the russia stuff and that's just sort of where my head is going to be when i'm trying to pinpoint what scenes and what characters we're going to get because you'd have to imagine there's probably like 10 rooms in there so you got to really limit the story down to pretty much just Vecna and Eleven. So I guess we'll we'll kind of see from there. Mm-hmm. They also released some merch today at the uh, good old Five and Dime. We got a hat and a T-shirt. So the T-shirt is a black T-shirt. You've all been asking for it. It is a big half of Vecna's face with very blue eyes, which is crazy. I don't remember them having blue eyes. I think the character did, but not Vecna. It has Stranger Things 4 on the other side of it with a bunch of dust floating around it, and it has the Horror Nights 2023 on the sleeve. So what did you think of the shirt? I actually liked the shirt. I thought it was kind of cool. 
I've, I'm surprised that they, I mean, they can't really drop too much merch. I think only what they dropped for The Last of Us was just what, the t-shirt and the mug? I believe so. It's usually, so. so it's usually been on the trend of like two things. I really like the hat though, honestly. It's kind of like, it looked like it was kind of like that trucker hat style and I think those are really fun. Yeah, it looks kind of like that. Yeah, I kind of liked it better than the shirt, to be honest. Don't get me wrong. Vecna's cool, but I don't know. I kind of just wanted a different design, maybe. I don't know what I was looking for, but maybe something different. Don't get me wrong. It's a cool shirt. I personally probably won't get it. That's just me, but not something that's like, oh, my God, I have to go to the parks tomorrow and get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in that boat, too. I originally thought it was pretty cool. I like the I like the image. I definitely do. I don't know if the image is best suited for a T-shirt, though. It's just a big I mean, the it's, whole the whole shirt is Vecna's face. So it's sort right. of not a super I, I'm like weird with like shirts. I like it to be very symmetrical, like <laughs> their chest design or like a very symmetrical full body print. And when it's like just one side, same with like The Last of Us, it, it for me, it felt lopsided. I just felt like I'd have to like walk at an angle or something. <laughs> so I I will not be purchasing this shirt, but I'm very excited to see the next stuff because I, I feel like these IP shirts, I don't I need to put some restraint on myself. I have way too many black t-shirts as is. I have way too many Halloween Horror Nights IP shirts that I just don't even wear, but I still buy just to be like, oh, I have it. This year I am definitely gonna be a little bit more selective. I always buy the house shirt. If there's a scare zone shirt, I'll probably buy that as well, just for I like to have those to mark the years that I was there. And unless the actual IP knocks me on the floor with a shirt design, I probably won't get it. And I'm hoping they come out with some more and I'm sure they will, you know, they're going to put out stranger things merch other than this one shirt. So I'm very excited to see what the next batches will be when Horror Nights actually opens because it it won't be released beforehand, but you know, they're going to have hellfire stuff. They have to, that's every single person and their mother wears hellfire shirts to the event already as is mm-hmm. so that's probably part of their agreement that they can kind of use that design if they will so i'm excited to see what the next little batch of designs end up being because that one didn't necessarily do it for me mm-hmm. and um, i feel like i'm more of like a trinket gal anyways when it comes to halloween horror nights merch and stuff like that it's like i feel like i'm always looking yeah exactly the signs i like the accessories too the hats the fanny packs the bucket hats that they did for like beetlejuice and stuff those were so cool and i'm so mad that i didn't get one i waited way too long but i always like seeing the other fun stuff that they put out too and that's why i feel like like you said i'm pretty selective on shirts too because i do have a lot of black t-shirts already and it is fun to have that memento but like last year I had gotten the, the Halloween picture frame with the Horror Nights 2023 on it. I just like little stuff like that, too. So I can't wait for the rest of the merch to come out to see the other fun stuff that they come up with. Yeah, so it's it'll be interesting to see what they come up with for sure. I'm excited to see what the tribute store looks like because, you know, Stranger Things is obviously going to be a big part of that. But I am interested because, again, that new tribute store location is not the biggest and you would assume that they're going to do more photo oppy things in there similar to the Jurassic Park so it's it's going to be bottlenecked in there for sure so the last little bit of news that kind of came out today now i i don't know a huge amount on this i didn't have enough time to research but i figured it was worth at least mentioning for anybody that didn't see and that this applies to the disability passes have changed the 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 protocol, I guess, is the best way to say it. So now 
what you need to do is there is a new website you're going to have to go through. So it is the IBCCES Individual Accessibility Card. And this is just coming right off of their website. So they they say that you will, they're, they're developing a new attractions assistant pass, essentially. So if you have to get a pass, you will no longer be going through guest services. You'll be going through the website, which is accessibilitycard.org. You are going to have to enter your information. You're going to have to be approved, I believe. I think the the site itself is so. a third party. They will follow up on everything else and that they will be granting or not granting or maybe there's different variations of it. Maybe it's you know, based on what information you give them is what amount of pass or something like that. But that is going to be the new process. So now for anybody that has had the disability pass previously and didn't see this information, just go. It's on the Universal website. You can go through the accessibility information portion of the site and find out all the info you need. Of course, this is something I can't really speak on when it comes to having any sort of disability pass, but I figured I'd, no pun intended, pass the information along. So for anybody that's listening that needs to get that underway, uh, that seems to be the only process that it's going to be done through now. So it's no longer going through Universal's team members, which it's it's a it's a process. I'm sure now at this point, I, I see both sides that you know this this system unfortunately has been abused. So this is kind of their their way to to go about it. I'm not sure if this is going to you know stand or how long this is going to be. But as of right now, that that's that's the new process of of obtaining that disability pass. So you can go online for more information. It'll send you to wherever you need to go. I'm sure at that point, but for any listeners that uh, are used to getting that pass at guest services, just know that there's a new process. If you just show up for the guest services, I'm sure that it, it won't go, you know, smooth. I'm sure they're going to have to redirect you to the website. So you might as well get ahead of that. If you are, if you are going to be doing that. So as far as announcements, I mean, that's, it was a lot that we got today, but not a lot that we really like haven't talked about already. We knew Stranger Things was coming. We knew it was only a matter of time before Frequent Fear Passes dropped. Do you have any other little comments on anything we had going on today? At this point, I feel like today was such an overwhelming day that it's so nice to finally just get to relax and talk about it. And I'm glad everyone's excited about it. But I feel like now, since this has been announced too, we're probably going to get the Monsters announcement soon. But I'm really excited to get the original house announcements too. I'm really interested to see what that's going to be because I feel like right now that's the only thing that I'm honestly, I don't really know what any of them's going to be. We've had speculation for a couple different things, but I'm really excited to see what they pull out. I'm very curious what this next announcement schedule is going to be because we are not far out now. The original dump, Hello. I'm kind of assuming that the original dump is going to be August 17th. That's sort of where it trends to be, that that middle of August. So we really only have monsters left. We only have the exorcist left as far as you know proposed IPs. So I'll be curious to see if we get one next week. I don't think we'll get another announcement next week, but the week after the 27th seems like a good spot to put something. And I'm just curious if that's going to be monsters or exorcist. And then maybe the final one on August 10th and then the original dump on August 17th. So 
I mean, everyone's guess is kind of as good as mine at this point, but that's where I'm kind of leaning towards right now as far as our announcement schedule. Are you pretty confident that you think they're going to do The Exorcist? I wouldn't say pretty confident. Mm -hmm. I I would say that I'm... I don't even want to say I'm sure there's an IP because we could have a situation like Evil Dead Rise and just like quick flip and turn that thing into an original. That's what I was thinking too. I'm kind of hoping so... I, I think we'll we'll obviously know in two weeks. I am curious if they will. So say The Exorcist is happening. I'm curious if they go Exorcist or Monsters next because it feels like we're only getting two more announcements, not counting the original dump. And that's like a best case scenario. Now, I also wouldn't be surprised if we only got one more IP announcement and the other one is lumped in on that big dump day whatever that ends up being August 17th or August 20th. I think the 17th makes more sense because it's, you know, just over two weeks away from the event. So that's seemingly where they, we, they kind of land on those ones. I think it was the 15th and the 16th, the last couple of years. So I'm looking at middle of August for that uh, original unload, but yeah, we, I, we are definitely in announcement season. That's for sure. They are coming They're They're going to start coming a lot quicker now. We don't have to wait those months and months and we don't have to wait the three to four weeks. We are close. Tickets are acquired. The dates are set. The dates were actually extended. I mean, that's what we're working with. It's exciting. That's what we're working with. Obviously, we will talk more Stranger Things as you know, as we kind of progress and as we dive back into the series. That'll be in our, our lead up towards Horror Nights and we obviously want to get Seamus's opinions on Stranger Things. I know he's excited for that. So before we wrap up, let's get into our horror movie of the week. So we both saw one movie in theaters, so I'll I'll kind of talk on that one a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I will avoid spoilers because this is a new movie we went to go see Insidious the Red Door. I really I did enjoy it. This was a it felt much different than the previous ones. It obviously tied heavily into the first and the second one. A couple flashback stuff. But for me, the ending was a little anticlimactic. And I'm not going to say what actually happened in the ending, but it did feel a little rushed. You know, it felt like we had a lot of expedition, like leading up to it. And then it just sort of happened. The ending just sort of kind of came and went before we knew it. It felt like it ended itself in a pretty weird way. You know, it just felt like a, a cop-out ending almost a little bit. I think this movie could have been, it could have benefited, I think, a lot more from just having an extra 15 minutes at the end to kind of dive into the ending completely and spend more time with that ending. Now, if you've seen the movie, you're probably understanding what I'm saying. If you haven't seen the movie, definitely still go see it. It's a great installment but you'll probably understand what I'm saying after you see the movie where it just kind of felt a little rushed. So did you have any other comments on that or did you have anything else you watched? So that's actually what I was going to talk about too. And I feel like we had pretty, pretty similar takes on it and I don't want to spoil too much because I feel like what I have to say about it might give away some spoilers. But the one thing I can say is that I feel like certain scenes that they had were a little bit longer that they should have been and I feel like it didn't really add too much to the story and like you said I feel like they could have added that to the ending those extra minutes that they had in those certain scenes and whatnot yeah I also 
it is really cool that they pulled all the same actors. Oh, I love that. That was one of my favorite parts. Uh, Dalton was actually a really good actor. And, you know, when you have, he was. When you have child actors like that, you don't know if they continue. And I have no idea if, if this kid is actually an act like a uh, consistent actor. I don't know if he's stayed in that lifestyle, but he did great. I thought there was good comedy bits. I thought there was a, mm-hmm. a really good buildup. And it sort of just fell a little flat, fizzed out at the end for me. But Mm -hmm. that's all I got for that. Yeah, I agree. So we will be continuing our Shutter Sunday series this Sunday. We have kind of been doing an every other week sort of pattern. And with everything we've had going on with our AC and work and stuff like that, it's just kind of been better doing every other week. So we're not feeling too much pressure to get all this stuff accomplished. So we'll, we'll keep riding the every other week train for a little bit until we feel like we're in a better rhythm. But this week we are going to dive into hell house LLC. Now this is, we've watched this previously. I think it's also fitting tying into horror nights being a little haunt. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of dive into this a little bit. This was fun. We watched, I think the first and the second one the other day. So I'm going to sit down yep. and rewatch the first one. Cause I think I caught just the tail end of it, but we will be back on with Shutter Sundays on Sunday, only on our YouTube page. So go there, like it, subscribe it, comment, do whatever you need to do on YouTube. I don't know. I'm still learning that part. But until <laughs> next time, this is Nick. This is Jamie. Happy running up that hill. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out. Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.